and welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today's topic is the National Defense University. They have a CFO Academy over there and also some other programs that I think a lot of listeners would be interested in. So we've brought David Harvey as well as Dr. Dorothy Potter to give us some info on the uh, NDU and their programs. So listen in and consider signing up. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Okay, well today we're very pleased to be speaking about a topic of interest for you all there that want to get a little bit of education where we're talking about the uh, National Defense University. And uh, with that, we're pleased to have here today uh, Dr. Dorothy Dot Potter uh, Dot and Professor David Harvey, and they're both from the NDU. And why don't we go ahead and talk? Uh, go ahead and get an introduction. Maybe we'll start with that. So maybe Dr. Potter, do you mind uh, just giving us an introduction? Yes, yeah, sure. Yes, good morning. So I am Dr. Dorothy Potter, and I am a professor of practice here at National Defense University um, within the uh, College of Information and Cyberspace, and we support the CFO Academy. And I've been here now, this month will be three years. Um, basically, um, I teach uh, federal financial management. I also teach leadership courses, organizational culture, um, and uh, a, a few other um, courses on our joint professional military education side of the house. Um, career highlights, basically I've been in the federal government. Um, I've worked Army, Air Force, and uh, Marine Corps, Navy uh, for 23 years now in total. And I started as an Air Force intern under their Palace Acquire program as a budget analyst. And I've also held positions as budget officer and then financial management analyst. Um, supervisory positions um, have also been held um, and have uh, supported um, Headquarters Marine Corps. My last position, I supported uh, Headquarters Marine Corps for almost six years um, in risk management, audit support, uh, the manager's internal control program, audit uh, remediation as well. And I have a PhD in organizational management with a leadership specialization and MBA, a master's of science in administration, um, finalizing NDU's master's of uh, science in government information leadership. I have a graduate certificate in teaching and training online, a graduate certificate in data strategies and analytics, as well as one in CFO leadership and a bachelor's degree in math. So that is me in a quick nutshell. All right. Well, that's pretty impressive. So uh, let's talk to uh, David here, too. Why don't you give us your uh, your introduction, please? Well, uh, thank you, Paul, uh, and thank you for having us. Uh, we, we should say uh, at the outset uh, that today we're, we're speaking in our personal capacities, and uh, the conversation here is uh, not necessarily representing the views of the Defense Department and National Defense University, uh, but... Uh, so moving on to uh, a brief bio about me. Uh, yeah, my name's uh, David Harvey. I'm also a professor of practice here at the College of Information and uh, Cyberspace with the CFO Academy that we uh, they host here. Um, so I've uh, been here as well about three years. I think we started about the same time. And uh, uh, before coming to NDU, I was the uh, chief audit executive over the Federal Retirement uh, Thrift Investment Board, uh, which administers the Thrift Savings Plan, 
And prior to that, I was the deputy director at the uh, Pension uh, Benefit Guarantee Corporation's Corporate Controls and Reviews Department. Uh, I spent uh, 23 years uh, there, actually, and uh, I have a total of 32, I think, years of uh, service in the federal government. But I started my career as an auditor with the Defense Contract Audit Agency. Uh, so I have a, a certified uh, public accounting uh, accountant uh, certification and also the uh, certified uh, government uh, financial manager uh, sponsored by AGA. And um, also have my master's in business administration. Uh, so that's, uh, that's a quick summary for me as well. Great. Well, again, great credentials here, and that's why we're, we're talking to you all. And uh, so I think we want to get into a little bit about the, the organization, the NDU. Um, you know, just, David, if you don't mind, just tell our listeners here a little bit about that organization. Just explain that for us. Uh, sure. Yeah, the National Defense University is uh, part of the uh, Defense Department. And uh, the overall focus of National Defense University is providing a, a joint military uh, a professional education uh, for uh, military and also civilian uh, leaders within the Defense Department, but also the Department of State, Homeland Security, and other federal agencies. Uh, we also host, uh, you know, foreign uh, military officers here as they, uh, you know, proceed into their careers. Uh, we're located here at uh, uh, Fort McNair uh, here in Washington, D.C., and uh, NDU is uh, accredited by the Middle States uh, uh, Higher Learning Commission, so, uh, you know, that's an uh, uh, umbrella for all of our uh, work here. Uh, we, we're actually part of the College of Information and Cyberspace, but some of your uh, listeners may have heard of us as the uh, Information Resource Management College. That was a, a prior name. We were also known as the I College. But for, I guess, about three or four years ago, we rebranded as the uh, College of Information and Cyberspace, sort of with the realization, the role of cyber and information and national security. And so we've, uh, you know, sort of updated our name and updated our focus. But, you know, we still have some of our uh, traditional uh, programs that we've always offered. And you know, that's one of the things we want to talk to you about today, uh, you know, are some of our graduate certificate programs. We'll get into that later, I'm sure. Uh, but there's also the CFO Academy, which is housed within the uh, College of Information and Cyberspace. The CFO Academy was established in uh, 2008 in partnership with the uh, uh, Office of uh, Undersecretary of Defense uh, Comptroller uh, Office and also the Federal uh, CFO Council. And the goal really was to help support development of financial management competencies in DOD and across the federal government. And uh, so that's our uh, quick synopsis of uh, our organization. Great. Well, so, yeah, absolutely. The CFO Academy and the CFO Certificate, I think, is something of great interest to uh, AGA, uh, our AGA audience here. So, um so maybe Dr. Potter, you know, David mentioned some of the uh, graduate certificates and obviously CFO is one of those. CFO leadership, I believe, is one of those. Um, and uh, do you mind just telling us a, a little bit more about that uh, graduate certificate? Sure. So our certificate is a 15-hour program, 15-credit-hour program, 
and it comprises three, um, I'm sorry, five courses that uh, each student must take to achieve that certificate. And basically, the CFO Leadership Graduate Certificate requires completion of those, with a, and it crosswalks to the DOD Financial Management Certification Program. So we've uh, managed to ensure that the courses align to the DOD program so that students, as they uh, embark on those courses, they can also apply what they've learned to or other courses in the learning management system for the DOD FM program. Okay, so five classes and three credits each. And uh, what, what are the subject? What's the subject matter of those courses? So there are five classes, as I stated earlier, and the subject matter is basically you have White House, Congress, and the budget. And I'll just give you um, a quick um, description of each. So that course uh, presents a strategic understanding of federal budgeting and appropriations with particular attention to the role of the White House and the Congress. So it basically is, you know, looking at the executive branch and the role to include the president um, in the budgeting process. So, and the next class we have is the Future of Federal Financial um, Information Sharing, and this course focuses on the vital role of the chief financial officer and financial managers um, in providing federal financial information to fully support decision-making. This actionable um, financial information must be timely, accurate, transparent, accountable, and result in clean audit opinions. So this course is very relevant to federal financial managers. Um, the next class that we offer is risk management, internal controls, and auditing for leaders. This course could actually be broken up into three independent courses, but we tailor it such that um, a student can get a, a, a broad um, you know, realm of information in taking this course and have a good understanding of what all three you know, consist of. So this course, um, Professor Harvey and I have both taught, and it presents the strategic understanding of risk management internal controls and auditing as they relate to the functions and responsibilities within the CFO and audit communities. Um, the course examines how effective leadership can enhance efficiency, effectiveness, accountability, and transparency of an organization to include federal, state, and local government. Um, the next class is strategic performance and budget management, and any individual who's worked with strategic planning, performance budgeting, um, would have a, a pretty good understanding of this type of, of course. You you look at budget, um, you look at balance scorecards, you you look at um, you know government performance and results act type information, and basically you learn how to develop a strategic plan. You learn all of the components um, that go into building a strategic plan and why it's important and why it's closely tied and very um, relative to the budget. So it's an executive level, it provides an executive level view of strategic planning and performance management and performance budgeting um, in the public sector organizations. Um, like I said, we use uh, the Government Performance and Results Act um, and the Kaplan and Norton's Balance Scorecard as framework. And in doing this, students are able to examine the linkages of mission to strategic planning, performance management, measurement, operational strategies, initiatives, and budgets to support senior level decision making. So this course is, is very um, important and it's, it's, I'd say, very imperative that um, students have a good understanding of this that are in financial management. A lot of our CIO students also take this course. The next class, um, and it is the fifth class within our program, is data management, 
um, strategies and technologies. And this is a great course because it introduces students to actually, um, you know, different aspects of data analytics. Um, and uh, it explores data management. Um, it's enabling technologies as key components for improving mission effectiveness through the development of open, enterprise-wide, and state-of-the-art data architectures. Um, it examines management issues such as the implementation of data components of the enterprise architecture, architecture specified by OMB. And the course considers key data management strategies, including the DOD net-centric data strategy and the Federal Enterprise Architecture, which is FEA, uh, data reference model, and they're enabling information technologies, including data warehousing, electronic archiving, data mining, new neural networks, and other knowledge discovery methodologies. So another great course um, that students can um, jump off in, as well as prepare them for the you know, chief data officer certificate or even the data analytics certificate, which we're gonna off be offering later on. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it sounds very comprehensive, and I, I like the fact that it seems very up-to-date. You know, this is a modern uh, federal CFO, so that, that's, that's uh, excellent stuff there. Um, well, I think, David, let me ask you, um, so the courses all sound good, the certificate sounds good, so we're in the age of COVID still, but, uh, you know, so are these courses, are, do folks need to attend in person, or what are some options there? Well, uh, no, they don't. Uh, we offer our uh, program uh, via distance learning, and we have a, a learning management system called Blackboard, which allows us to interact with students, provide, uh, you know, lecture materials, course readings, and so forth. Um, so there's no uh, need to be uh, here on campus. As I mentioned, we're here at Fort McNair, uh, and, but there's no need to definitely be in person. Uh, in the past, we've offered in-residence courses, and we hope to do that again uh, post-COVID. Uh, but, uh, you know, with using the distance learning model, it's uh, pretty interesting because, you know, we'll have folks definitely in the Washington, D.C. area, but we have people in all time zones uh, throughout the country. And then, you know, whether it's uh, in uh, the Middle East or uh, Asia or, or Europe, we, you know, other parts of the world, uh, we have students uh, you know, who are uh, logging on and uh, interacting and, and participating. Uh, so it's, uh, it makes for a, a good learning environment. Uh, you know, and that's one of the things about NDU. Uh, it's, you become part of a, a learning community. I think, uh, you know, you're uh, with taking, uh, I like to say, you, you know, sort of investing in yourself when you take courses. Uh, you know, you get uh, more well-rounded and, uh, you also, it's a great networking opportunity. Our students uh, interact with each other and get to know each other and work on group projects and things like that. So, uh, and we also have access to, uh, you know, speaker series. Uh, we have leaders uh, come in to speak to NDU students and, and our students can uh, take part in that. So, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's about it. But uh, no, no in-person uh, classes uh, required. Okay. Well, obviously that's a great benefit. Um, so, and, uh, I guess Dr. Potter, perhaps, you know, what, what's some, some examples of the kind of work that students will be doing? Obviously, you know, obviously they'll be reading materials and, you know, attending classes, but, you know, give us a little bit more detail on the, uh, what type of work is required of students. Well, oftentimes in the online courses, you have, um, discussion board type forums where questions are posed and they are, 
responding to those questions and providing um, source documentation to support their statements that they provide. Um, they work in group project on group projects um, in groups. Um, they work on case studies, um, presentations using say PowerPoint type presentations um, or different you know methods that they may want to use. Um, they may, you know, introduce models or, or speak to models that we provide where, where they're doing their additional research or to support their research and uh, in particular to their course topics, depending on um, what phase of the programs they're in. Um, and each course will generally have a final course paper um, because this is a three credit hour course. Our, our two hour electives generally do not. However, the three credit hour courses have a final paper. Um, at the graduate level. So they are developing a paper or they're creating a project and it's allowing them to demonstrate their understanding through the application of the course concepts and all of the material that they reviewed. Um, the workload is, is pretty manageable, um, but it, most, it mostly requires that students take time each week to focus on class assignments. And like I said, we often have weekly discussion forums that where they're asking or answering questions and then um, responding to others within their class. Um, most students take one course at a time, but taking two courses is also permitted. And we've also seen students, you know, buy to take two courses to, you know, get through the program a little quicker. Okay, great. And actually, uh, just a little quick follow on. Is there a time limit to complete everything or what's the average amount of time it takes folks to complete the program? Have you seen? About three years. Okay. So, all right. Very good. Now and that's if the student is taking one class consistently each semester. I mean, right now we are looking at having, um, you know, summer sessions. Um, so a student would be able to finish relatively in about two if they're only taking one class. Because remember, it's just five courses. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um, okay. Well, that you know, that's that's the CFO certificate, and obviously that sounds really good. Um, I understand that you you also offer other graduate certificates. Maybe if somebody wanted to speak to that one. Yeah, I can take that one, Paul. Thank you. Um, yeah, we have uh, some other. Uh, a graduate certificate uh, that uh, sort of under a, an umbrella title of cyber workforce, I guess might be a good way to say it. Uh, you know, it's focused on information systems and technology, obviously in government, uh, well, the whole world, but the, in government as well. Uh, you know, technology is becoming more and more uh, important uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, the systems and processes and, uh, and, and cyber security, frankly. So um, I, I think AGA members would uh, benefit from uh, some of these certificates if you're, you know, you're uh, perhaps you have a, the accounting background. But I always think uh, marrying the accounting background with information technology is a good uh, combination there to sort of help uh, round you out as a as a manager or a, uh, you know a professional within federal financial management because they really go hand in hand. Uh, so I really think keeping up with technology is definitely a, a good idea. And so in that regard, we have uh, five other uh, certificates that we'd like to talk about. Um, first off is the Chief Information Officer uh, program. Uh, not unlike the uh, CFO, you know, you're uh, striving to determine uh, or gather those uh, uh, leadership attributes and, and knowledge, skills, and abilities so that when you get that opportunity to uh, compete for that chief information officer role, you know, you're ready. You've invested time and, and learning and so forth. 
to have the necessary competencies for leading IT organizations uh, as a, a chief information officer. We have another one that's more focused uh, within the sort of the chief information officer organization. It's uh, called IT program management. And that program is really focusing on developing skills necessary for managing uh, major IT system acquisitions or implementations. Uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, legacy systems out there and we're trying to upgrade them. Uh, that's uh, definitely true for the defense department, but also other uh, agencies as well. So that's really focused on uh, you know some of those uh, program management skills and also project management uh, as well. Uh, uh, Dr. Potter mentioned earlier the importance of data uh, and the, the class that's uh, taught uh, as part of the CFO is also uh, part of this uh, graduate certificate we call Chief Data Officer. You know this program is really focused on data as a strategic asset and helping. Uh, students understand uh, data structures and analytics and, and data governance. Obviously the Data Act has been a big uh, uh, change uh, for the uh, federal financial management, improving uh, data integrity. Uh, and also, you know, using data to help us support the mission of each agency. So that's another program we offer. We, we also, more on the cyber end of things, we have the Chief Information Security Officer Graduate Certificate. This is, uh, you know, has more uh, detailed uh, uh, information in terms of, uh, you know, understanding cybersecurity strategies and tactics and developing the competencies necessary to, to serve as a CISO, as they say, Chief Information Security Officer. So you, uh, you know, you're looking at some of those uh, you know, techniques that you can use to, you know, improve your firewalls and uh, all of your cybersecurity controls with uh, the NIST program and so forth. So that's been a very uh, popular program as well. Uh, lastly, we have the cyber leadership. Now, this is perhaps not intended for someone who wants, uh, you know, the hands-on detailed cyber knowledge that a, a cyber uh, information security officer would want. But Let's say you're moving into leadership and uh, you want that appreciation of cyber. Uh, so this is really uh, uh, a strategic course, I guess would be the way to say it. Uh, it sort of provides a strategic understanding of cyber, it's important to national security and organizational integrity, and helping like create the the rather create the environment, I would say, for protecting systems and data from cyber intrusions and really, uh, you know, setting up the structure for a successful uh, you know, cyber program. So those are the, the other five other uh, graduate certificates we offer. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, sometimes people pick up uh, one or two or sometimes three if they're uh, interested. It's, uh, it's a way to uh, round out and, uh, and gather more information as we move through our careers. Okay, great. Thanks for that. Now, these are all, you know, very uh, relevant courses for sure. I mean, you know, I like the chief data officer in there too. That's becoming a really big position these days too with a lot of new legislation and things. So this is this is great. So uh, just a few more, couple more questions for you all. Um, so I think everybody always wants to know, okay, so 
these are the classes, but how do I get in there? You know, what, what, what requirements do I have to meet to, uh, to be admitted? So maybe, uh, Dr. Potter, do you want to take that one? Sure. I'll take that. So our programs for the most part, uh, require a government affiliation at the federal or state and local level. Um, and the applicant should be at the GS 13, this is the general schedule 13 grade or the 04 major level, um, military level, or it's the, or it's equivalent. Um, applicants are generally required to have a prior bachelor's degree and a GPA of at least 3.0 or higher um, and a, super, a supervisor's recommendation. However, we do um, also um, have applicants that are um, on the uh, on the outside, I, get, I, sh I should say, and that work for, say, uh, accounting firms that come in. Um, we do have those, those students as well. Um, the population is, is a little smaller but we do, um, and uh, I'll, I'll go right into what that costs. So if you're a federal employee or military member, um, the good news is that the program is a great deal. It's absolutely free to you if you're a DOD employee. If you, however, are, say, within a federal agency, non-DOD, um, that tuition is only $1,100 per course, which is a, a very good deal considering what it costs to attend most universities per credit hour. Absolutely. Yeah. I know I got my MBA not too long ago and it was quite, quite costly. So this is a great deal. Um, well, I think we just want to close it out with a couple more questions for you here. Um, I think, oh, that's right. So we're actually going to put a link on our um, podcast website for this, but maybe David could just give us a little overview of the process for applying for and, uh, you know, registering. Oh yeah, sure. Um, uh, yeah. There's more information at our website, and thank you if you're going to provide that link. That would be uh, helpful. Uh, yeah, we have all of our academic program information uh, and and an admissions uh, portal uh, for you know taking uh, applications for admission at our website uh, cic.ndu.edu. Uh, of course, if you have uh, particular questions. Uh, you know, we offer, uh, we have an office of student services and they can help you walk you through the admission process. Uh, they're available via email at CICOSS at NDU.edu or you can call them at uh, 202 685 6300. So, and we talked about admissions, but really once you're admitted there's a separate you know process internally uh for registration so i think for your uh, uh folks at uh, aga you know the main focus focus is on uh, uh, the admissions portal but uh, you know the office of student services handles uh, student registration uh and can answer questions uh regarding admission and registration okay well i really appreciate both of you joining us today and you know i i often like to have kind of our final thoughts from our guests, you know, about the topic we discussed today, just anything you'd want folks to take away. And uh, I'll let Dr. Potter go first. Okay. I should say, I'll say anyone who values um, being a lifelong learner like myself, I consider myself a lifelong learner because I am always learning, always in school, always looking for that next class to take to help broaden my horizons and just improve and increase my knowledge base. Um, I would say that NDU, um, as well as the College of Information and Cyberspace and the CFO Academy, um, 
is, is the place for you if that's what you're looking for uh, as a federal financial manager. Um, I believe it, the, our programs will help an individual um, prepare for increased responsibility. Anyone who's looking to possibly or aspire to say senior leadership um, as they move throughout their career, um, that we have a program that definitely can prepare you and, and propel you in that direction. Um, so I believe in the program, I've, I've taken the classes myself. Like I said, um, I'm, I'm finalizing my third master's and that is with NDU under their government information leadership program. I've, I've, I've taken and received the CFO leadership certificate as well as the data analytics certificate. So, you know, and I'm also looking at um, taking some classes on the cyber side of the house. So I, I do believe in these courses and the work that we do. And I believe that it is very relevant and um, viable to a, an individual's success in their federal career or in their um, public career if they're, if they're outside. Um, I, I should say private career if they're outside, um, supporting, a, uh, say, a firm. Um, it, it, it's very, very valuable information that an individual can obtain here and very relevant to what's going on right now um, within, our, within our information environment, our, our financial environment our data environment. So we, we review our courses, we ensure that, you know, we are teaching the most up-to-date, most relevant information so that students are getting the best from us um, so that they can themselves be the best. Okay, wholeheartedly agree, lifelong learning, and that you guys are really putting out some really relevant materials. And as a federal uh, or government person, I would say definitely take advantage of that. And and if you're not, like you said, uh, you know, it seems like you guys uh, admit non-government too. So this is a great opportunity. Um, and then I guess, David, you have the, la the final, final word and uh, we'll close it out. Go ahead. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, uh, first off, just thanks uh, so much to you and uh, to AJ for having us. Uh, we appreciate the uh, opportunity uh, to support the financial management workforce. Uh, and uh, AJ has the same uh, mission, I would say. Uh, so, uh, you know, I really appreciate being here. I guess I would say, that uh, you know, our our students and our faculty are really the high points of uh, taking courses here. Uh, you know, you get that student interaction, you develop your professional network. Uh, that definitely pays uh, dividends, and there's a lot of cross learning that can happen with those uh, students. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, you never know. Maybe that leads to a, a job with another organization uh, based on someone you met here in your classes. Uh, but I also uh, just put in a word for our faculty. Uh, you know, we have uh, a great number of uh, faculty here, uh, you know, with real world experience, uh, but they also have that academic background and training. Uh, so, you know, they really, uh, we care about our students. We want them to do well. And, uh, you know, we're here to help them on their, uh, their journeys. And uh, so uh, check us out. Uh, and we hope to see everyone in a future class. Great. Well, on behalf of AGA, thanks again for joining today, and Dr. Potter and David, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That's our show. Thanks for tuning in. So we'll provide links to the National Defense University on our AGA website, agacgfm.org. If you are interested, definitely sign up. Take advantage of this great opportunity. And of course, you'll find all our other podcasts there. And 
As usual, we have many, many coming up, so tune in for those. So, until next time, this is your host, Paul Marshall, signing off for Accountability Talks with AGA.